The following series is outlandish, unapologetic, and uncut. Listener discretion is advised, but not enforced. I remember when you uh, you reached, so I kind of released, I think I released like two singles or something at the start, mm. and you reached out to me and said that you were going to play me on the, and I was just, I, for me, I, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, this is, this is fucking something else, and and it's just it's just grown from there and i i kind of as i said i, I kind of count you as among the people who have helped me get to this position and and to kind of help me grow and, and without that i don't think it would have gone the way it has so yeah i mean i'm always i'm always kind of indebted to you for that and always willing to do whatever it you know you need me to do to help you out in any way promoting you or, or anything because I, ju- I just think it's 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 always a pleasure to be involved in those things and, mm-hmm. and i've always been one of the people who you know doesn't i don't really have an ego when it comes to that stuff i don't think i'm i'm due any of that i don't think i does you know it's not it doesn't i don't think it should come to me i think you have to work for it and I, I always appreciate it when when anyone plays my song or shares anything of mine online or or anything like that i just think it's a it's a great it's a great feeling and yeah, I, I really appreciate it. So thank you for, for so much for everything so far. So. Anytime, man. I'm going to be there with you every step of the way. Even if I retire or something, I got you back. <laughs> I think I'll be retiring before you. <laughs> <laughs> you better not. You better go ahead and hit them high marks first. Then you yeah, get I to got, do it. I got, some, I got some interesting things coming out. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, hopefully they'll kind of, you know, make it bigger and better. So. <laughs> yeah man I, I see nothing but progression you know that so yep you, you're mm. gonna be fine Perfect. Oh, man. No, I like that. thank you <laughs> yes sir yes sir and of course uh man uh, d- just everything about you is just amazing dude like the, the the mask that you had and everything like that that stuff was just awesome like i don't know where you made it or if you made it on your own but you just i had someone in i think it was bulgaria made it i, I had two of them I've got two of them. One of them's I'm kind of thinking of busting one of the other one out at some point, kind of changing up. But it's um, yeah, that one just called to me, and and it was something that he kind of he kind of didn't make for me, but it's quite a, he he was very made it more for me than than the normal one. So I had two of them, and I've still got them. They they sit they sit and wait to be used uh, when you know I do photo shoots and. And I'm, you know, planning on doing some live shows at some point. I don't know when that'll be, but when everything's safe to do so, I guess. So yeah, the mask will be coming out for that. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, it's. I, I enjoy the mask thing because I'm, I am quite a shy. I'm quite a shy person. I come from a, a background where I used to be a metal drummer, mm-hmm. uh, and I sit, sit at the back, so uh, I kind of enjoy not being the centre of attention. Um, you know, when people look at your pictures and things, so it's uh, yeah, I, I don't mind wearing a mask. I don't mind having photos taken when I'm wearing a mask. So it's uh, it does make it easier for me. <laughs> I totally get it, my man. You know, some I was hoping that we saved that for like the middle of the story. I don't know what the hell kind of host I am, but you know what? We better go ahead and get started on the hangouts intro. Perfect. All right. Well, then here we go. Okay, fine. We'll team up. I'm J-Man, and this is J360 Hangout, here on J360 Radio! Hey, what's going on?
going on, ladies and gentlemen? How are y'all doing? Welcome back to J360 Hangouts for episode 16. I'm your host, J-Man, of course. And yes, I survived Jam's 30, but so did the rest of you. Because it was a pretty awesome night. <laughs> Ooh, how am I still awake right now? Uh, anyway, we have a very important guest joining me on Hangouts this evening. Matter of fact, he's right here in the room. I've been wanting to get him on here. This is a legend in the making. He's an outstanding member of the Jam Fam and a true friend, of course. Say hello to... Good evening, everyone. <laughs> ah, refined British talk there, sir. <laughs> I try my best. Hey, nothing wrong with it, man. Shoot, I got nothing but respect for you, man. And and truth be told, like after the many shades of dark, and then godlike, and then like ah, just you're doing it, my dude. Ah, oh, boy, where do we start? Yeah, I'm done, fanboy, and I, I I'm like ah, oh, I'm stuck in it, <laughs> you know. And then like that song you did with Celestial Molly Wop, like and how you're working together with other members in the Jam Fam, bro. It is an honor to have you here. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm honored to be here. Thank you for having me. It's, um, I really appreciate it and looking forward to talking to you. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Hey, you know something, man? Like, oh, God, what? how do we talk about your legend, man? Tell us the story of Dark 83. Like, what, where, you know, where did the metamorphosis begin? And, like, you know, where did you rise up to become the greatest hero of all time? And the story of the <laughs> Uh, well, that's an intro. I started in uh, rock bands and metal bands. I've been a drummer since I was about 10. Um, and when I was in my 20s, I started doing it professionally. I, I moved to Australia and I toured with some some kind of large Australian bands. Um, and then I moved back to the UK and kind of started my own kind of blues rock band, kind of like ZZ Top, where every there's three of us and every member sang. Um, and... And just over time, I just became I just there was a lot there was a, there was an ego or two um, around in the band, and I I just got tired of it. I, I got tired of, and you know, no disrespect to the other guys because they were my friends and stuff, but it just I think we just wanted different things. You know, the, the guitarist he wanted to be he wanted to make it the biggest thing ever, and I just wasn't feeling the music as much, and I just felt like every every rock album that I was buying and listening to and every band that I was hearing, everything just sounded the same to me and it just all became quite disheartening. So I kind of just quit and I went back to school and did, did a degree um, and just kind of took some time out. And it was at that point that I, I stumbled across this genre called synthwave and, and I kind of discovered some, some artists with some synthwave and darkwave artists and it just inspired me and I, Kind of just, I, I spent about a year and a half, two years just listening and just gathering as much music as I possibly could before I, I kind of thought, you know, what, I'd really like to do this myself. And I don't know where the name Dark 83 came from. I think it was, I don't know whether you've seen that TV show on Netflix just called Dark. Yes, I have, actually. Yeah, so it was that show and I loved the name Dark. I just loved it. It was just simple. And then 83 was my my birth year so i thought hey, i gotta shove that in there and um yeah and, and then i kind of just thought about what i'd look like how the how that you know how i'd want to go across and and then just started learning learning how to make the music because as i said i was a drummer i'm not I'm not a musician i just hit things with sticks so i kind of <laughs> tried to try to improve on and, and learn and i just read books and i practiced and and recorded stuff and scrapped it and, and just kind of just carried on that way so 
yeah, it's taken a good couple of years, and I'm still learning now. Like I'm still learning new things, and I still watch videos and ask people questions. And, and one thing I will give a shout out to in this in this thing is the synthwave community as a whole is just so welcoming, and everyone's just so so kind. There are a few people who I'm not going to name who were who were fucking assholes when I asked them questions online. They were like just really disrespectful to me and didn't really want to talk. But there were people like, I think we all know Dance with the Dead. Yes. Um, and they were just so nice, like the nicest dudes. I'd message them on Instagram and they would message straight back. And like, I asked Tony, um, I asked him for like what equipment he used and he gave me a rundown, just gave me a breakdown of all the lists uh, that he used, uh, of all the synths and different programs. I just think that's like, for being one of the biggest synthwave acts in the world, that's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. So... I just thought it was great. I was just really pleased with, you know, the the welcome that I got when I first started out. So, yeah. So that's kind of how it all began, really. <laughs> nice. See, that's an excellent origin story, man. I love how every single one of you guys have got these origins. And then you just come together. And then at some point along the line, y'all met me, like I'm Nick Fury of S.H.I.E.L.D. And we decided to put together the whole super tribe known as Jam Fam. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah, you could be Nick Fury. Yeah, that's yeah, that's pretty swift. I could see you with an eye patch. Uh, you, you know, now we're going a little too far, but yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> yo, actually, that'd be kind of badass, dashing version of me. Nice. Just, just try it, man. Halloween's coming up. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm just playing around, but yeah, totally. <laughs> bring you guys together like that or i don't know i'm kind of iron man but hey it is what it is <laughs> you could be iron man too my friend you yeah. could be anyone you want well that's very true but you know something dark man i'm just telling you like your story and like like i'm looking at a picture of you right now man like you just awesome like everything that you had decked out was just amazing and when you had that ep the mini shades of dark i was like yes yes we are playing this on jams this is going um, to happen. Thank you. No, I appreciate you playing it, man. It was I enjoyed putting that out and it was it worked out pretty well, so. Mm-hmm. It was an intro into the new form and the metamorphosis of Dark 83. And not only that, like as a treat for everybody, which by the way, I always speak in high regards of godlike. Love that album. And we're going to be focusing on that for this episode. And you mm-hmm. see, Right off the bat, the first track, though, we're going to have to take them into zero gravity, man. So your first track of the evening that's going to be presented to them is called Zero by Dark83. Take it away!
And that, ladies and gentlemen, as we float into this gravity of, well, not a gravity, an endless vortex of awesomeness, that was Zero by Dark83 from the album called Godlike, which, by the way, if you have not heard it, yes, you are getting a good treat of it tonight, but you definitely got to check it out. I will have the link for it in the description box below, but right now, just keep on enjoying this episode with me and my man, Dark83. We were actually talking about some 80s cartoons that, you know, we enjoyed. Now, I'm a little younger than Dark83, but like I said, we had that retro channel, and he used to play all that cool stuff from the 80s, which is where I got my fix, you know, along with Thundercats, He-Man, and then, like, you know, Silverhawks, you name it, pretty much. And then Fraggle Rock was on there, too, but you know, that's just how it goes. But with me, of course, is my good friend, Dark83, back in the room. Hello. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. I like, you know something? That that reboot of Thundercast that we were talking about from 2011 was sweet. Man. Got yeah. cut off in its prime. And then they mm. came out with that one that looks like Jelly Bean people or like the, the people from Steven Universe made it. Yeah, why would you I do think, that? I don't think I've seen that one. I don't. Hey, I kind of just... You ain't I stopped. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't want to be disappointed anymore. I just oh, thought yeah. you keep, you keep fucking with my cartoons, man. Just, just leave them alone. Stop right? canceling shit. I mean, oh my god, we we lost great. We we lost that great 2011 cartoon for that. <laughs> I was like, it's called Thundercats yeah. Roar, and it's a parody. Why does everything got to be a deconstruction of stuff? Why can't we just see good versus evil? Get a nice action-packed adventure for about 22 minutes or at least 30, uh, not counting commercials, and just enjoying ourselves and getting away from it all. I like to see them battle for Third Earth. You know, it's like, come on. They think we want to think. They think we want to just. We want something deeper. We don't. We just want to see two grown men or two grown women, whatever, or a man and a woman beat the shit out of each other. That's what we want to see. Yeah, Yeah. shoot. I feel that way every time I play Mortal Kombat. I'm like, you know, this is it. This is heaven. (laughs) This is what it is. (laughs) Yes. Like, as soon as you put that blood code in on the Genesis back in the day, I mean, it was a whole new world. Like, you just couldn't complain. I I, I was content with all the ass whooping I was doing. And ass kicking, I I received. That's how I got better. You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) I'm with you. I support that. Mm -hmm. It's just like with Street Fighter as well. Like you know, nowadays you don't even get no blood in Street Fighter. But when you play like old school Street Fighter, there was blood all over the place, boy. I'm like, yes, this I understand. It was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was really good. It was a good time. They don't do it like they used to. Nah, man. You know it's. It's all about the censorship of the Fifi's. Yeah, I'm not with it. Not in my company, though. I mean, as a matter of fact, the way things are going to go down, we're going to have some graphic violence, and we're going to have some nice tonal shifts taking place, in addition to like having that right mix where it's enjoyable for everybody. You know, kind of like that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles people wanted to see, where it was like, you know, the black and white Mirage comics. I mean, like the 90s mm. movie captured that, but, you know... We can get a lot more g- blood and guts in there. <laughs> the nineties movie was awesome. I mean, the first yeah. two were great. The third one, not so much. Mm, but yeah, the second one. I mean, you can't go wrong with a bit of vanilla ice. You know, oh, stick that guy ninja? in there. But it, ninja, I know. Ninja what I, what a, I should do a. I should do a remix. Of that that should do. be my. Uh, that should be my gift to you. Yeah, do it, dude. That'd I'm be sure great. Could, I'm sure I could pick a better. I'm sure I could pick a, pick a better gift. Actually, than the remix of Vanilla Ice, but you know, 
Nah, brother, you got to do this. You got to do this. Now you got my interest peaked even more. I'd like to see it. I've said it. Hands. Yes. <laughs> now I've said it. I got to make it. All right. Yes. I'll, I'll look into it. Hey, man. Like I said, you do that, and I will play that right there on jams in a minute. <laughs> yes. Right. Let's let's, uh, let's let's put that one in there, and I will see what I can do in the next couple of months. You know it. Like I said, maybe I should start giving you guys in the Jam Fam um, some assignments, though. Maybe I should start doing that. Like, be like, hey, make a song out of this. Hey, what do you like this concept for? Maybe I should do that. You know, that that sounds like a great idea, actually. Call it a challenge. I'm always up for for new concepts. So if you ever want to throw me a weird and wonderful concept, I'm up for the challenge. Oh, yeah. I'd like to see us do a take on um, Never Ending Story. That would be wild. Yeah, that'd that'd be good. I like that. <laughs> yeah. We've got a. We've. I think this is another show altogether, isn't it? Ideas that we can come up with to, uh, you know. It might be musical might ideas. Be. Yeah. It might be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know. You know. The thing is, you don't see me doing this right now. But if this was a video show, I'd be stroking my beard, be like, mm-hmm. I can. I can visualize it. <laughs> yeah, because that's what's happening right now. <laughs> Oh man, I'm just so excited about that. That would be wild though, especially if you pull a remix like that. Yeah, but you know the first two movies of the Turtles were really good. That third one, the only reason why I like the third one, and I'm gonna tell you why, it's because they used their weapons more. That was it. I didn't like the suits. I didn't like the fact that they were ninjas wearing samurai gear. And um, I mean, they did go back in time, which was kind of reminiscent to Turtles in Time. So, yeah, but at the same time, though, it's like, nah, bruh, nah. <laughs> I kind of just, I felt the same way about the Turtles as I did about Back to the Future. I liked the first two, the third one, not so much. And I know that that's polarizing, but I just, I don't know what it is. It just didn't feel, it didn't feel good to me. It just didn't feel like my favorite thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and, and that's a fair point, because... I mean, you go from something fantastic like when they went into the future, and then you saw like they did like an alternative timeline future, and then mm-hmm. you uh-huh. know you, there's only one place they could go is back to the past, and well, they did go to the Wild West, and at least there's some locomotion there, you know, and kind of made sense. Yeah. But it just doesn't. It just didn't. The same magic. Just, no, it doesn't, and that's that's it. It was the magic of 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 the future and the and those other things that. And the first one and the second one just had that thing about them. Whereas the third just, and I don't get me wrong. I like cowboy films. I like, I like Westerns and stuff. Like I, I like that, yeah. but it just didn't capture me. It didn't capture my imagination like the others did. You know, and that, that's understandable. Like, I don't have a problem with that. You know what I mean? Cause I, I can, uh, I can get it, you know, cause that third, it's that third movie or that second sequel. And it usually, well, for one thing, it has big shoes to fill. And another thing is, whereas you're used to those characters by that point, you really want something to give you a little bit more oomph to it, and then it'll let you down. One, because it was more of Doc's story than it was Marty's anyway by that point. And Mm. two, it's like, you know what I mean? You you start to get kind of fatigue at that third one. How many times can you see Biff in different styles? Like, who gives a shit? You start to lose interest in, in the Biff picking on Marty story. It just gets a little bit old. Yeah, I mean, by the time like you got to the point where it's like his, it goes through his family bloodline, and like the whole thing with shit always falling on him and stuff. That's actually funny, mm-hmm. but 
it was Mad Dog Tannen after Doc. And, you know, it was like, okay. Because you need an antagonist in this uh, yeah. born in there. So it's like, eh. Yeah, it was all, I mean, it was all right. I've got, I've got the box set, and I'll right. watch them. But I mean, yeah. it's just not my favorite. Right. I mean, a lot of people feel that way about, like, Return of the Jedi, uh, Superman 3. I'm still kind of confused about Superman 3. But, um, <laughs> you know what I mean? Which one's Superman 3? Uh, that's the one with Richard Pryor in it, as that computer whiz. And, like... Oh, it, no, that, yeah. That yeah. was a confusing time. Yeah. And and the thing is, even though Superman did try to help him at the end to go get a job, he did not stay to go for the job. He left to go somewhere else. Uh, I, don't, I think I've only seen it once. But I do, I kind of went through this... I bought. I think I built the Superman box set, and I went through. I was working like I was doing some job where I was working night shift, and mm. watching Superman movies was was how I passed the time. So mm. I I remember going through a good few years ago now. And then you mentioned Batman Forever. See, when I was a kid, man, that was like I was in. I was sold. And then the older I got, and when I watch it, I go, I don't know. It's got its good moments. It's got its good moments, but it's also got some terrible shit in there. Oh yeah. I mean, it's not X Men Three bad. That was pretty bad. Yeah, you're oh right. yes, oh yes. No Nightcrawler. Shit. Yeah, that was bad. Mm. Yeah, you're right. That was mm. bad. No, I'm a, I'm a big Batman fan, but I know I know when to put my hand up and say they fucked it. Yeah, we were going to talk about Batman and Robin, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a that's a sore point right now. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, nowadays it's actually pretty funny to point and laugh at because there's some times where you look at Dark Knight Rises and you're like, this is where Nolan kind of messed up a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I pointed this out to some people and I please forgive me, whoever's listening, forgive me with the whole, this is really going to fuck up your Batman experience. But So Batman Begins is fine, okay? So everything's fine, everything's fine. But then the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises, I want, I'm not going to say anything else, but I want you to watch the fighting between Batman and the bad guys, and then maybe send me an Instagram message telling me how right I am. Just that's all I'm going to say. Just watch the fighting, analyze it, and then message me, and we'll have a chat because it is it's something else. <laughs> There's mistakes oh, yeah. beyond mistakes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm 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 kind of I'm a big Batman fan, and I've kind of spent some time probably over analyzing these things. Hey, I can't blame you, man. I mean, that's what we as fans do. I mean, you should have met me when I was in my 20s. You couldn't tell me jack about Spider-Man. I would go right at you on it. So is Spider-Man your thing? Is that your kind of... Is is he your favorite? Oh, yeah, he's my favorite. And what's your favorite Spider-Man movie? Spider-Man 2. Tim and Doc Ock fighting on a train. I mean, come on now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. that's, That's... What did you think of the Andrew Garfield ones? I think... First one was all right. The second one should have just focused on him and Electro, and he should have at least got a third movie. You know, yeah, what I, mean? I agree to with kind of, kind of wrap up everything, that. and don't try to shoehorn yeah. the Sinister Six in a movie like this. That's the thing. Like when you try to throw yeah, too that... much shit in there, it just come on. But they do that these days. They try and like give you something at the end to keep you hopeful about the next film, and then when the next film doesn't happen, that's when you're just like left in mass disappointment, like Zack Snyder's Justice League. 
Yeah, right. exactly. Like, you know, unresolved plot lines and just all that false hope and stuff. But the DCU was notorious for this because they kept announcing movies and not making them. They'd announced that Nightwing movie, which really pissed me off because I, I like Nightwing. And I love I love Batman mythos in general. Like, you could have gave Tim Drake a movie. You could have done all that stuff, but you didn't follow through. And, you know, they were saying, like, 2019 was going to be the year of the Bat, and it never happened. Unless you count, like, Arkham yeah. Knight, but... I think Arkham Knight came out in 2018. Mm. But still, it's like all that promise and you didn't go anywhere with it, which is what you don't mm. do. Yeah, they've had a few problems, haven't they? They've had a good few problems. And they're like some of the movies that they're talking about making right now, you just think, I don't care about that character. I don't think anyone really gives a shit about that character. So why would you make a movie about it? I think they're making one like, is it Blue Bleep, Blue Beetle? Is that one that's happening? They're making a movie on Blue Beetle. It's like... I get it. It's a cool character, but it's not movie worthy. Right. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like a lot of people would like another Superman and then stuff leading to the next Justice League movie. Then you can introduce another new character if you want to. Yeah. It's like DC go, what do the people want? They listen to what the people want and they go, right, we're going to do the complete fucking opposite. Yeah. Well, you know, if anything, we got to aim higher with that. That's more of AT&T own Warner Brothers. And then not only that, uh, Marvel starting to do the same thing because I mean I know who Shang Chi as a character is, but you're trying to. There's not a lot of build up around that character right off. Now if they went ahead and they utilized this no. point where like you know maybe if there was a series or maybe if there was something that was built up to it, or like do what Iron Fist did wrong, <laughs> you know what I mean? Do that right. Maybe yes. then you got a shot. I was gonna say that a lot of these Marvel movies that they're advertising now, I I have. I have zero interest in, and not because they're they're probably going to be great movies, but again, it's like what you said, they haven't built the character up, they haven't made me want to see that character. Yeah, like, the only one that's not Spider-Man that I, I do care about is Doctor Strange's sequel. That's the only other thing I want to see, but like, Eternals, I, I'm telling you, man, like I said with Washed Ink on an episode before, I've never met an Eternals fan. I've never met anybody talk about them. Now, somebody could chime in and say, well, you can say the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm like, yeah, you could to a point. But they appeared on an Avengers episode when it was a cartoon show. You know what I mean? Mm. You got to know who those characters Mm. were a little bit. It's not the same roster, but you got to know those characters a little bit. I've never heard of some of these characters. Don't get me wrong. I love Marvel films. And I've seen all the ones, you know, that led up to Thanos kicking people's fucking ass. But I, um, I'm more of a DC guy. So when it comes to some of these characters and someone who you probably want to get to come over to your Marvel side, I need some more. I need some more, you know, some more romancing. Yeah. When it comes to some of these characters, man, I need you to. I need you to pull me in. But they're. I'm just watching these trailers and things. It's not It's not dragging me in. It's like, if anything, the trailer is more of the movie, and then when we go to see that, it's more of the fluff. Mm, that, that's it. Yeah, that's true. Trailers are stupidly long these days. Yes. But I will say, I'm, I'm excited about the next Spider- I'm excited about the next Spider-Man movie, because it's got, apparently it's got loads of different Spider-Man in it. Yeah. I mean, if anything, they're really going for that live-action Spider-Verse. But you know something? You know how you do a Sinister Six movie? And I'm going to tell you. The way that Spider-Man PlayStation 4 game went about, that's how you do a Sinister Six movie. Nice. That was fucking lit. I was like, yo! As soon as you saw Dr. Octavius losing his damn mind, and the whole group came together like a gang, and they were just whooping Spidey's ass because that's the job? Yes. 
That's how you do it. Nice. And, oh my yeah, God. it's true. They could. It's funny, isn't it? Because some of these computer games are so well-rounded and they've got such great stories. You'd think that they would use that and put that into a movie, but they don't. <sighs> yeah, sometimes I think it's more of an ego kind of thing, don't you? Yeah, it's true. There are a lot of egos. And I know some people... So where I live, I live in Vancouver. Mm. And there are... It's big film industry here and, and they film a lot of marvel stuff in where i around where i live and i mean i haven't really spotted much i they they film the flash and a few of the other dc tv shows as well here but there are I've, I've heard i have i know somebody who's who's in the film business and apparently is like a lot of egos a lot of you know people treating each other like shit so i can imagine it, it's the bit the higher up you get and the more into the movie side of things as well it could be I can imagine it. it's not the job for me. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I'm a little insane. But the point is, is that <laughs> you got to be, though, in our industry. That's just the way it is. Oh, man. But the way it yeah. just... Stuff like that is just crazy. <laughs> I'm just I not... Mean, I'm not good with egos, man. I'm not good with people being being you know, dickheads being to each jerks. other so i think that's uh, i just don't get why people can't just be nice you can get more done if you're just nice to each other yeah and you know like i said because they don't learn that whole thing that's why they're getting their asses kicked left and right <laughs> that's why one word i'm like how come i'm not having work because you're a jerk <laughs> the end yeah yeah that's it there's a lot of them out there right now yeah oh yeah i mean like and dude like even in the independent game i bring it up all the time on the shows man as soon as those people start getting in there and that clout goes up boy that's that's it they don't float off the island and not only that Mm -hmm. you can see the quality of the work go down because of the rocky three principle they're not hungry for it anymore no no there's some there's some famous people out there who have been called out for being real bad to like bad to people and and they don't they don't seem to get much work anymore and it's and that's mm-hmm. great like you should be called out for being i always i mean i know i'm not anything like, like anything but if someone messages me on instagram and like asks me a question or says i like your record or, or whatever i always respond i always you know talk to them because i remember asking questions or just you know, reaching out to people and telling them that I love their records and they never respond. They don't even, you know, you know, they've seen it. You can see yeah. that they've read the message. Uh-huh. And, I, and I think it's just a respect. I just think it's a really nice respect thing. I just think it's, um, it's just nice to just be nice to people and just show them that you're kind of just an everyday person who they can reach out to if they need to ask a question. To. So yeah, I, I like, I prefer to be that way than any other way. Yeah, and hey, as we make it and we ride our ships, man, let's make a promise and a vow not to change into jerks and stuff like that. And of course you won't, and of course I won't. As a matter of fact, that's why I make parodies of myself all the time. <laughs> Got to keep myself in the we're, t- we're talking. To, hmm? We're talking to everybody else, right? We're talking oh, to yeah, everybody yeah, else. Yeah, we totally are, man. Shoot. <laughs> Totally, you know, because life is too short for one thing. And another thing, if you what, what's let me ask, what good is success if it brings out the worst in you? You know, true. I mean, as I said, like before, I've I've worked in like some rock bands, and and so you know, when I was in Australia, I worked in they were quite big in Australia, and they were a big band, and the singer was really egotistical, really, really, really bad, and like mm. it was his way or the highway, and I, and I just can't kind of at the time i just kind of went with it and, and I, you know i was there for years and, and kind of was in the band and did loads of great stuff but i um 
it's not something now that I could tolerate, and it didn't. It doesn't get you anywhere. You just really seem like a twat, it. and and it's not. It's just not for me, and I kind of just think. I just think just be nice, and I'm I'm one of these people who, if I hear somebody being being nice and respectful, like in an interview or or just being nice to people, I'm like, I'm more likely to go and listen to their record or watch their movie or. Or, or whatever, if I think they're a cool person. Hey, that's the way. It's good to know I got your support, bro. <laughs> Man, that's why that's why I'm always listening to your shit. <laughs> hey, thank you. I really appreciate it. Hey, speaking of listening to other great things, we better go ahead and jump in on it, because we got another track from you, and it's called Death Stalker by Dark83. Take it away! <laughs>
And that, ladies and gentlemen, was Death Stalker by Dark83. Man, this, this is a great song here. And of course, with me is Dark83 right now. <laughs> Man, dude, you were killing it with this album. You, you know something? Tell us about Godlike. What what inspired you to make Godlike? Because I, I gotta know, and they gotta know, you know? For me, like the names come first. Because my songs don't have lyrics and stuff, I try and come up with some really cool names for tracks and different different things like that but musically i was getting into i was listening to a lot of drum and bass but like real dark heavy drum and bass and i kind of thought all right how about i try and mix the two genres together so kind of like dark wave synth wave with drum and bass so what i did was on most of the tracks and some of it is quite obvious but some of it's quite subtle is that i put two drum tracks on nearly every song where I put a drum and bass drum track, and then I put a synth kind of kind of solid drum beat over the top of that to kind of try and merge them together, so that you still get that that kind of dark wave feel. And I, I think for me, I was very much influenced by the prodigy of this record and what they've kind of done in their career. And I mean, their drums and their production is just fucking huge. So it was my kind of tribute to them. And I mean, I, I don't think it touches their sound uh, per se because their production is, is huge. But I, I kind of just wanted to pay homage to that. And that obviously, they're a British band as well. And just just pay tribute to that. And I think I take each project as what it is. So for me, I achieved what I wanted to achieve with that sound. And and I always try and go, okay, what what can I do differently next time, or what can I do better? And and I, I really love the record. I, I think it's my you know, I, I really like it, and there's some songs on there which I kind of put up there as my as my favourite songs that I've written. Um, I just think it was just influenced by that kind of that drum and bass kind of sound, and uh, but I didn't want to kind of go too far away from the synth sound. So yeah, it was just it was just simply that it was. But I had a good time writing it, and I enjoyed making the record too. Sounds like it, brother. And you know, even though you had that intent there, I think you just made a sound all your own, man. Because I enjoy it. Like you know, when I'm training and mm. stuff, I have that sitting right there, dude. <laughs> it's it's freaking good. <laughs> makes the yeah, makes the beast that. mode really come together. Oh, you know what? We should actually yeah. combine on a song and call it Beast Mode. That would be wild. I'm always happy to collaborate. Always happy to oh, to work oh, with oh. anybody. Yeah, and you know, with my vocal tracks, and then the way you got everything layered, I mean, I could probably try to do something with my guitar, but you know, I, I still gotta practice. But well, I've thing- got um, I've just bought, I've just mm-hmm. bought some guitars actually to try different sounds and new things to go with Dark Eighty Three. So we we can experiment together. Hey, that hey, I'm down with that. That sounds pretty cool. Kind of guitar you got? You got a strat like me, or like what kind you got? I do. I I do have a strat, yeah. And I bought a bass, and the bass ah. isn't it isn't very dark at all. The bass is uh, is mint surf green, man. So I don't know. Ooh. I don't know what I was thinking there, but I uh, it's it's a real cool bass, and it's just I just bought like a cheap a cheap bass. It doesn't have a particular you know big make or anything, but it. I just I want to do some weird stuff with my own instruments and and try and add a bit more kind of depth and layers to to the forthcoming kind of records and stuff so yeah man yeah this is gonna work like a charm man i like that yeah even if it is a mint green color you know you can still make that badass so yeah that works i'll i'll put my mask on and and everyone will still 
think it's it's bad. So <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. I don't know. I mean, hell, it could be like the most iconic print we sell, like right there. That's posters. I'm just yeah, it could know. be. <laughs> Indeed, man. I will not steer you wrong. Like right now, I can see it in my head because my producer mode is on right now. Because when isn't it? But the thing is, I can see it and I can see people buying it. That that's that's iconic. I'll uh, I'll see what I can do for you, and uh, yeah. I'll I'll put something together. You know, actually, I need to look into getting a base. I've been I've been thinking about that too. But hey, I'm trying to do it one step at a time because you know you want to. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Mm. But that sounds so cool, though, man. And yeah, we we can do that. We can experiment together, and I can learn how to you know get my get my fretboard um, rhythms down, or who, whoever's playing rhythm or whoever's playing lead. But then again. We'll do our own thing. That's what matters. Yeah. And that's the thing. If you put it, put enough effects on it as well, it can sound so weird and wonderful that it comes across as being this, some, a different instrument. And I, and I think that's one of the great things about, you know, plugging them through computers and doing some weird and wonderful things. It's, uh, you know, you don't have to be the most prolific, perfect player. You can just experiment. Hey, yes, you're right about that. You know, that almost sounds kind of godlike. <laughs> see see <laughs> i see what you did there good segue and like i told jack from uh final shift i've been doing this for quite some time so i'm able to slide that in <laughs> <laughs> oh man hey speaking of which though it's the third track so i don't get to introduce that though that goes to the honor of the guest so you want to go ahead and do that for us this is dark 83 with godlike <laughs> take it away services in Washington, D.C. 
didn't mean to kill that policeman. Well, of course not. It's against everything I've ever stood for. Ladies and gentlemen, it was a cold-blooded, premeditated murder.
police are searching for James Torrance, believed to be the lover of Mrs. Williams and her partner in the horrible murder of Walter Williams. gentlemen that right there was the epic godlike that is what the adventure leads to and i mean man and there there's more tracks on this album and you definitely got to check it out but that right there i know some of y'all are running to buy his album right now after hearing that whoo i'd buy it twice if i could <laughs> tell them the truth Shoot. speaking <laughs> of which you, you got a limited edition cd coming um now you you put me on the spot, right? <laughs> oh, oh, all right, um, all right. Do you know what I really want? And I kind of said this to a bunch of people: is that I'd really like to make some vinyl. Hey, and I yeah. think just yeah, and just kind of like if there was interest and and kind of people wanted it, then I'd I'd love to do like a, a run of vinyls, um, and 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 just you know keep them. You know, I could just sell them to people who were really interested and, and and i think i feel i'd feel like i really achieved something if i could get get a vinyl out i think that'd be really really cool hey go for it man that'd be that would be excellent actually i'd like to see that yeah and if um and if i do get it i think i need to go to canada after my california move and then go ahead and get you to sign it oh man i'm, I'm more than happy to sign sign it for you Shoot. and if if i do end up playing live shows i'm more than happy to come down and, and play some live shows as well in, in in the good old us of a not a problem please do man i mean like i said I, i'm gonna actually go for that idea that i told you all about yeah we we're gonna we're gonna do that i gotta meet all of y'all at least once and we gotta make something out of it yeah. it's gotta be big sky's the limit i say yeah and i'm not, and I'm not I think let so. covid get in the way either fuck covid nope j-man is gonna have his due damn it <laughs> yeah yeah just yeah can you just do it just do it i support you nah thank you thank you and i support you man like i've been saying i definitely support you i'll go on a quest for that i'll go ride up there into canada got my passport looking around <laughs> telling ev- telling everybody <laughs> hey I- i've come for the weed hi <laughs> man yeah apparently you can you can just go to a store and do that here it's it's absolutely fine i mean <laughs> i am um, i'm not a partaker i'm not a partaker myself but i 
I think it's a nice place, though. I think it's. I don't know whether you've ever been, but it's it's a nice place. I mean, I'm I'm happy here. So <laughs> yeah, and you know, to go ahead and see how things are like, I do need to ask about dual citizenship, though. <laughs> That'd be wild. <laughs> yep, I get to I'm go. Sure, to there's a. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's a lovely Canadian woman here who would love to, you know, be with J Man. Oh well, you know. But hey, the funny part about that, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if the I don't know if the misses I got floating around like that too much. But then again, <laughs> oh yeah, that could be a problem. That yeah. could be a problem. I might I might have to just take the test. <laughs> <laughs> Sit right there, go to where Trudeau is, and be like, "Hey man, uh, can you help a brother out?" <laughs> Hey man, he may, he might just do that. Yeah, that'd be wild though, because I got a lot of friends, including you, in Canada. So I'm like, I gotta see y'all, you know. And it's it's nice up there, from what I see. I do a couple of filmmaking mm, assignments yeah. and stuff. Yeah, you know, I always wanted to see. Like, I always want to travel and be financially well off and do what I got to do. Get to the point where I'll be like, you know what? I wonder what Dark 83 is doing these days. I'm gonna go see him. Let me get on this plane and do what I got to do. <laughs> you're always welcome you're always welcome ah thanks man thanks who knows you could probably put on a few events up there that'd be wild i'd always want to do that you mm. know, just put on a nice big event you know yeah that'd be cool man there's some good they have some good synth artists up here they really do put on some when before um before covid here i saw um i saw perturbator here like Really? Pretty much as soon as I yeah yeah man he played in Vancouver. There's been some really good. There were some real good synth shows um, organized, and I had tickets to go uh, to like, a smaller synth show, but had some really good eyes on. I've seen who else have I seen? I've seen um, seen Dance with the Dead, and they were supported okay. by Magic Sword. Nice. That was like yeah man. That was like that was a good show. So I've seen some. Since some really cool people, Ghost was supposed to be here too, the kind of the synthwave guy, and I think he's not allowed. He's not allowed in Canada. I'm not actually quite sure why, but um, he's that, that's rock and roll. But um, he couldn't make it. But hopefully he'll get to come at some point. But yeah, there's some some good synthwise actually make the effort to come up here. So I appreciate that. I always buy a ticket. Oh, cool, cool. Wow, really not allowed to go to Canada? He must have really did some serious shit. Jesus. Yeah, man. He he had a whole tour with Perturbator planned and then he couldn't come and he he kinda of said on Instagram, you know, I've I've been turned down. And I, I think he had some problems getting into the UK once. So he must have he's done something, but all you need to get all you need to get banned from Canada and the UK is a is a DUI. So he could have had a DUI. It could be something something as simple as that. Yeah. So, those those things usually yeah they ain't good man they mess your mess your old record. no they hang around yeah that's it man but I have seen Ghost and he's he's amazing live and um, and Pearl Bay is just one of a kind he's just he's just unbelievable so um, yeah if any of those guys are ever up here or anybody really I I always go and check him out because it's nice to be su- support the, the you know this genre and this this industry so. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, not only that, I remember when people try to say Synthwave is dead, and I'm like, no way. How are you going to kill a musical genre? You didn't even kill disco. Remember that? No. I, I kind of, I think Synthwave is changing, and I think these these should. genres are changing. And I, yeah, and I think, I think, you know, I think for me, I try and keep an open mind in, in the genre and kind of try and, 
mix things together and do different things so that I'm not staying and saying, I can't change other people. And if people want to make, you know, make the same records six times, then that's cool. That's up to them. And if it works for them, then that's, that's brilliant. But I, um, I try and just try and mix different genres together and try and create something different. And even if it doesn't end up sounding massively different, I try and, I try and satisfy myself. in that in that process and as you should man i mean like it should be about should be about growth it should be about enjoyment i don't know what the cynicism is maybe they're just on twitter too long and stuff but i see a lot of musicians complain but at least i can say this though at least you don't complain at least you go through this like you're supposed to that is your journey you know just like with my journey in filmmaking and radio production you know you got a journey too it's just the way it is Sometimes it, it loves guess, you, and then sometimes it don't love you back. <laughs> you do worry, I think. I do. I do put kind of. I do think about it, and I think, okay, if I, you know, the next record, I'm going to do something slightly different. And you do think, what happens if people don't like it? Like, what happens if it doesn't? What happens if it doesn't gel with people? But then, I kind of try and just keep going back to the fact that, am I happy with it? Right. Am I satisfied with it? Yes. You know, do I do I believe in my product? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then, then it doesn't matter. It'll find it. It'll find its audience. I guess. Right. So that that's the way, brother. That's how it's done. You know, you got to give it its chance to succeed and stuff like that. You know, like what what did uh, Scatman say? Some people go ahead and they um say something's dead, but they never give it a chance to be born. Uh, you know? It's true. And I I kind of believe in. I've come from the, the you know I used to listen to rock and metal and stuff and all the albums I used to listen to and I used to be one of those people that used to complain that an artist has changed or they've done something different or it doesn't sound like it used to. But, and I read now, you know, these artists just going, well, if you don't like it, just fucking go listen to the old album. It's still there. You can still listen to it. And and I think that's some, that's something that I keep in mind is that, you know, when I'm, when I'm like reviewing an album for myself and just like buying a new record, I think "Mm, it doesn't sound like it used to, but I appreciate it for what it is like for that singular thing, what it does for me musically. And yeah, if it doesn't sound like it does, I'll just go back and listen to the, to the greatest hits. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's not like there ain't a variety out there and stuff. And then like, you know, you got to evolve and change up every time. It's like how some people Mm. have a hard time to like, Oh, well, you know, it's not the same as it used to be. It's not intended to be. Yeah, exactly. But there's there's people in the world who it works for, right? Like ACDC, if they ever changed, you'd be pissed. You'd be like, what the fuck have they done? Because they've, and like, I don't know whether you, I, it's a metal, but like Slayer, they made yeah. the same record so many times, but it worked. It worked for them. And you bought the record and you were like, I'm, I'm, I know what I'm going to get. I'm excited about it. And then, but other artists, it doesn't work for. Um, and uh, but I, I'm, I think there's certain artists that it just works. Like Time Cop '83, that guy is just like he's one of my heroes. He was one of the first people I got into, and all of his songs they have that Time Cop sound. You yeah. know, he he knows how to make that sound. And although the albums are slightly different, you know it's Time Cop. He's got his own stamp on things, and I think that's a real clever place to be. It is. And I think, and I think that's really clever because it's um, some people. It sounds like they're doing the same record every time, but some people, you know, they're just you're just like this is different. This is this is this is really good, and I, I appreciate the same sound and nostalgia, but I can hear it moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I'm not there yet. I haven't found 
the the sound that I kind of that would distinguish me. But I, I think I'm nearly, you know I'm getting there, and I think oh, yeah. that's the thing. You then you can use that as a basis for the rest of the for your career and kind of use those sounds and stuff. Yep, because you're continuing to grow, and you, you're supposed to. You're supposed to experience new things. You're supposed to go ahead and take the new techniques you learn, see if you can mesh it with the older ones. Like, you're in the mm. right spot, and that's like, you know, it's beautiful. Like, even I don't use the same techniques that I did when I started out. I had to change them. So, you know, that's just the way exactly, it goes. Yeah, yeah, man. Good thinking. But, but, you know, it's funny, though. The party doesn't have to end here, and I'm having such a good time, and you're having such a good time, so you know what that means. Bonus track, incoming transmission from G360 Jams. Destroyer Worlds by Dark 83.
J360 Jams. See you next Friday. Yeah, man. You know we got another Jams to do, bro. They will never stop. Looking forward to it. Mm. Looking forward to it. (laughs) That second season is coming along in a big way. I'll tell you that because a lot of people are submitting their stuff. Even now, dude, like, (laughs) anytime I get something from you, it does beep. It does go boop. I'm like, yep. It's a jams. <laughs> nice, nice, man. Well, what when? What date? What date is? Uh, what what date is the next jams? That date will be. Let's see. Uh, let's see the third. Amazing. I'll um. I'll send you some tracks. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm game for that, bro. It's gonna be lit. Awesome. Lit. Hey, by awesome. the way, I, I've been to tell you, performing li- I, if you ever perform live, that is, and you live mm. stream it, let me know, because J360TV is doing something, a variant of jams. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. I built something. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm into that. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to... I've So I've got the equipment to be able to play live. I've got all the stuff. It's just putting it together and kind of, you know, trying to put a a set together and a show. And and then, yeah, I'll probably do, I'll probably start with a live stream Mm -hmm. um, and then move to kind of, when when things open up a little bit more around here, then I'll uh, I'll start to kind of go and play, you know, venues and stuff. That's the plan, bro. And like I said, I'm always there with Mm. you every step of the way. That's going to be lit and excellent and speaking of future plans though awesome. um, as we discussed like what the next ep is going to be and all that kind of stuff we did discuss that on the show right <laughs> i think we did yeah i think yeah, I we know. did i know i'm just playing around man speaking of which though um <laughs> next thing we have coming up you got some new styles ahead and who knows man making different tones i'm just excited to see where your musical journey takes you thank you yeah yeah thanks <laughs> yeah you're welcome man Hey, speaking of which, though, let's get you some more fans, man. Tell everybody where they can uh, connect with you, meet you up at, and, you know, catch those awesome tunes. So you can come find me on Instagram. I'm Dark83, um, and there's a link on there that takes you to Spotify, Bandcamp, Apple Music, iTunes, and then there's a bunch of streaming services that I've never, ever heard of, but I'm on there. There's a big list on my Instagram site, and my new EP is out August 27th. It's called Summertime Slaughter, um, and yeah, that's that's me. Uh, please come and listen, and, and I hope you enjoy it. And please feel free to just send me a message on Instagram and tell me whatever or ask me any questions. I'm always happy to answer any questions that you got. <laughs> awesome, awesome, man. Excellent, Dark83. Well, guess what? We're going to have to go ahead and tie it on this one. We managed to finish another episode, and it was good to have you here. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for your time, and, uh, and yeah, 
just taking the time to speak to me. I appreciate it. Anytime, bro. There's going to be more episodes to come. I get the feeling there's going to be more team-ups from us. <laughs> we can only hope. Hey, and that hope is high because I'm going to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no problem, man. I'm always here. I'm always here. <laughs> you know it, man. All right, J360 Legion, that is about it for this episode of Hangouts tonight. You know, another shout-out to Dark83 for joining us, and I want you guys to take care of yourselves until next time, and please don't eat the paint. I know how some of y'all are. Don't do it. And um, I'll catch you all until next time for, you know, more adventures. Anyway, this is J-Man signing off, along with Dark83. Peace.